On today's episode of Talking Pictures, the Weather Channel loses, Mark Wahlberg's a psycho, and Paul McCartney jerked it with John Lennon. Gross. Also, make sure to stick around for the second half because we saw The Predator this weekend, and we're talking all about it with Zach Wannerman, who was an associate producer on it, so that'll be great. Let's get rocking. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to Talking Pictures. It is Monday, September 17th. I'm Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the captain of cool, Jack Neuheisel. If you can't find me, look towards the western sky. And the big man, Jack O'Shea. I put your picture away. So you got the whole gang back together, but love to talk about. How we doing, boys? Alive and well. Feeling good. Well. I'm a little hungover. A yeah. little banged up by the, yeah. uh, the 1 o'clock Sunday games, but... I'm banged up by the morning games. Yeah, until the... Uh, until the Giants tonight. What the fuck, Philly? We still have hope. New, you have your eyes on the TV. That's in your visual. I actually have <laughs> mine, too, because I'm looking at the camera, and I can see right now we're in Jacksonville, and they're cheering, and Bill Belichick does not look happy. And I'm losing money. And I'm yeah. losing money. 21-3? I'm bleeding chips. What's happening? But mm-hmm. uh, let's get rocking. Brother let's from Langley. Rolling. Let's dive in the pool. Winners, losers. Jack, you want to start us off? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. My winner, although I think I'm going to switch him now to my loser. I'll, I'll stick with my guns. My winner. My winner is John McCain. You're a big winner. Okay, RIP. So, so Governor Terry McAuliffe, friend yeah. of the pod, he uh, recently was on TMZ talking about uh, John McCain's relationship with Bill Clinton and stuff. Yes. And then he actually told a story. John McCain, while they were overseas, challenged Hillary Clinton to a vodka shots contest. Mm-hmm. So that's your winner right there. Boom. Just the Maverick. What e- a badass. Easily a huge fan of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And his opening scene. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and he's just, you know, thinking I can put, you know, put her away. Yeah. Um, Was that the case? That's that. Well, no. So here's why he's the loser. In a way, he too. Going, he's, he's the winner. The winner. <laughs> he, he's uh, both a winner and a loser this okay. week. All right. Because he <laughs> lost. She took three <laughs> shots. She took four. And he tapped out at three. He was like, no more s'mores. It's more like, <laughs> yeah, he said no more s'mores. Wow. Which three, that's not. A, I'm going to say that was a gentleman's move right there. Yeah. I, I think know, I got John McCain figured out. I think I know how much he can drink. And I think it's more than three shots. I think also he's probably 60 plus. You know, that's at a certain age. Shots, shots get tough. I don't know. But I was really pumped about the story, the start of it. And then it just turned into like a really three shots and you're done. That's yeah, what I know. Talking? Maybe don't challenge. Would have been great. <laughs> Would have been great if it was <laughs> beers and it was like fucking 19 to Yeah. 18. Well, I was hoping it was like 12 to 14. I was yeah. like, I get it, man. They'd be carried home. But they have the secret service to carry them home too. That's yeah, not an they excuse. Got, there's not really an excuse. I yeah. guess I think they might have been an airplane and, you know. We'll have our shot contest. <laughs> yeah. Shot contest next week. New, who's your winner? Uh, my winner this week is Korea. You're a big winner. Korea. Korea, not often in the winter. I was going to say, not winning a lot mm-hmm. these days. M- Megan Fox is going to appear in an upcoming movie about the Korean War called Jang Sari. So it's a Korean movie. It's a uh, it's a Korean movie. It's a about Korean, the Korean, uh, Korean production uh, company. Korea, <laughs> this thing top to bottom. Yeah, I was it's like, Korea out. Yeah, well, and they yeah. went and they got the the golden goose herself. <laughs> yeah, uh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. I did so that. first, you know, they blow the doors down uh, with one of the best winter games you've seen yeah. since. I'm gonna go ahead and say Athens, maybe <laughs> Vancouver. Yeah, are we talking north or south? Uh, well, Korea as a whole, but more south because yeah. it's about the Viet- Vietnam or not the Vietnam War, yeah. the Korean War. 
Yeah. Which so is everybody, South, everybody's involved. I don't think North Korea makes that. movies. Is she playing a Korean? She's playing uh, <laughs> Margaret Higgins, who is a war correspondent uh, for the New York Herald Tribune. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she basically was embedded with General MacArthur. Ever heard of him and his men? Megan Fox. I, kind of. Yeah. Good, good looking now. <laughs> I mean, a little. <laughs> Megan Fox, good looking now, great looking during the Korean War. She was hot as fuck. In Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a and I guess like, for sore eyes. Oh, she, at the time? Yeah. Dude, the gal yeah. got, fell on some tough times and had to lean on the uh, Korean government to get her out of it. So, Is that the story? That's the story. That's that's Megan Fox's uh, character story. I'm not sure what the whole movie's mm-hmm. going to be. But. Good, good for South Korea. Bag in uh, Michael Bay's leftovers. Yeah, good, good for Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. Stay relevant. Stay in the game. Uh, my winner of the week, Mirrors. You're a big winner. That's right. Wait, Henry, that was your loser last I know. Week. They bounced back. They came back. So last week they were a loser because Jamie Lee Curtis does not look at them. And, you know, mm-hmm. we were starting to think that a trend may happen across, you know, West Coast to East Coast. And then it keeps going and spreading mm-hmm. and spreading. This week they're the winner. Because Sarah Highland of Modern Family, yeah, who you may know also because she dates that dude from Bachelor in Paradise, the bartender. Wellsy. I don't, Wellsy. Know, how he, I don't know how he got that one off. So wait, he's the bartender. His name's Wells? Wells. So does he only pour Wells shots? Very nice. Yeah. Very good That's stuff. That's pretty good. Well, I was just thinking, like, he's <laughs> not a bartender very nice place, I guess. No, it's just like, not. yeah, we just give you the shit. Um, but, uh, so it's cheap, though. Sarah Highland, uh, she said this week that uh, she posted this random quote about uh she was filming something and she tweeted so i have a break from filming right now Mm -hmm. uh before some other things and does anybody else like working out naked in front of mirrors so you hate yourself and work harder so nice (laughs) mirrors winner because mirrors you're gonna look at sarah highland all all naked all day and if you are standing in a certain point where you have like a certain angle you can see sarah highland naked twice at the same time yes wow or three or times, like an four infinite times. amount if you're of, in a fun house yeah. for sure <laughs> yeah that's pretty but then sweet. you don't know which one's real then you're confused kind of bummed me out at first she was like so you hate yourself mm-hmm. i almost thought it was kind I of like that. a, that's an alpha move but i'm, I'm going more <laughs> yeah. american psycho he's loving himself mm-hmm. when he's working out naked let me give you a little little uh, he's literally looking at himself blowing kisses to the mirror i like that let me give you a little quote and i, I don't have any of quote this too so i'm going to take uh, this is your quote. For this quote. The most successful people are their own biggest critics. I thought you were going to say the most successful people work out naked and hate themselves. <laughs> well, we do. Um, no, guys can't work out naked. I was about to say, if I, I'm picturing myself working out naked and mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I hate it so much. You can't because, I mean, there's a reason why compression shorts, there's a reason why Under Armour just skyrocketed. Yeah, because took off. Men need to contain certain yep. things. There's, we have, things are loose. We have just things that are like coming out off of our body, dangling, and there's really no control of them no. at all. No. So, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. If, you're, if you're a guy doing it, you got to at least have some briefs on. That's a big winner for Big Mirror. Well, then yeah. you're not really naked, are you? No, not quite. That's mm-hmm. all we're really concerned about when not it comes quite. to men. Mm-hmm. Not quite. I hope I that know. becomes a trend, though. Just working it's out, cool naked. To work out naked. And it's, maybe take pictures of it. You know, too. I don't know. In the original Olympics, they used to compete naked. They did. Yeah, let's get that happening. They again did. Too. <laughs> That'd be fun. Used to be in the Nude body. Greco-Roman mm. wrestling. Again, have you ever <laughs> ran naked? Never. You, I know for I've fact ran in never. some pretty loose can, boxer shorts, and it's a it's a big regret. Can I, have. I give yeah. you? I'm just gonna give you the sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> And that, that tops off the winners. Let's yeah. go to uh, let's go to some some losers. Jackie, who's your loser? My loser is the Weather Channel. You are one pathetic loser. Ooh. Um, Meteorologists so, everywhere. Meteorologists everywhere. So there's the Hurricane Florence, which is just a beautiful name. Florence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's it's not. Up, it's been hung up on the shelf there with Susan and God. I'd love to be on the Jerry hurricane. and I'd love to be on the Hurricane Naming Committee. But anyway, they um. Hurricane Florence 
uh, hit North Carolina pretty hard. And there is a video surfing around the interwebs that the kids are just favoriting and liking and sharing and re- <laughs> retweeting. And it's uh, a weather guy, and he's being knocked over by the wind. Yeah, he's trying to brace himself. I've seen this. Trying to brace himself. And then – like they pull out and just two normal people just walk by absolutely unfazed. Yeah. He's kind of in a lunge. Like he has to support himself with both yeah. legs or the wind's going to knock him over. <laughs> yeah. And then you see just two Brad and Chad's just kind of stroll behind him. Just proving once and for all that the Weather Channel is full of frauds. Yeah, they're, frauds. They're liars. Yeah. Seems fraudulent. Not a good look for the Weather Channel because I feel like no. I already, I'm already yelling. I was going to say, yeah, the fuck out. yeah, I've had this hot take for a while as it relates to weather people um, and the weather channel in general. Let's like get em. fucking rid of them. Yeah. How, we've been trying to predict the weather since the beginning of time. That's been important I, since I, we've become like a society and we've yeah. had to lean on the fucking weather for crops. It's, We're shit at it. It's pretty crazy when you see like it's a 50% chance of rain. It's like, what the fuck what is does that, that mean? Yeah. Fucking, is it going to rain or is it not? What are you what, hedging what your what bets? spending money on? It's how a coin flip. How do we not know? Like, I get not knowing like six months in advance, but we at the same time kind of should know we six should. months let's get elon musk on weather i think we've done crazier <laughs> things than figure out the weather right? we've done a lot crazier things we're we going put a man space. on the moon we're going to the moon guys <laughs> or did we we got a flag there yeah that's a whole other uh, that's a big stuff whole other convo new who's your loser my loser my so my winner was korea my uh-huh. loser the united states you are one pathetic loser no usually doesn't go that way interesting yeah. but justin bieber uh, apparently is getting his citizenship now for wow. the united states mm-hmm. now hear me out this is why the united states ends up is the loser so say, i'm kind of team biebs now i kind of like his new yeah i think canada might so lose. he's not yeah. renouncing his canadianness oh. oh it's a dual citizenship situation he's had so now i get to th- now i think canada gets to claim all the praise where it's like we produced bieber and yeah. now with all this american paperwork it's like we've just took on all this liability and it's uh. like if he fucks up canada can just kick it to us and damn like, those bastards bieber's your guy not ours those damn canucks he was fine until he went american interesting i say uh. bullshit yeah, but I call you, United States loser. Did he do that to get married? Is that why he did it? No, he wouldn't have to if he was getting married. If he got, or, or if he got married, uh, he would he just automatically become, have it. And Haley, I assume Haley. Maybe he did it because he's a gentleman. Yeah. And that way Haley doesn't have to fill out a bunch of paperwork. He's already an American citizen. So what a good guy. We all hate paperwork. All she has to do is sign whatever the <laughs> government document. We is. all hate it. Uh, my loser of the week, suspense. You are one pathetic loser. Suspense loses because uh, Modern Family, which is still in the air, by the mm-hmm. way. Sarah Highland. I did not know that. She works on naked. Sarah Highland. She works up There we mm-hmm. go. It's all circle. Completely naked. It's like no clothes. Like all the way. No, she wears shoes. Nothing. <laughs> shoes? I assume. I assume you have to. Dangerous. Yeah, I assume you have to. But uh, Modern Family, in their most, uh, their newest season, I believe it's season 10, uh, their producer, one of the producers, announced that a big plot of the show is going to be that one of the characters, a major character, is going to die. Interesting. And that the season's going to deal a lot with grief and, and loss. Hmm. One I- interesting. Uh, they see this bold. is us. <laughs> they see this is us climbing. I think it's very bold. Yeah. This is us climbing up, and they're like, you know what the, our issue is? No one has, we haven't uh, touched on tragedy yet. Yeah. So it was either this or something with transgenderism. I think baby yeah. steps. Let's kill a dog. Let's have a, just I, a classic dog rat out in the street. I'll tell you right, right now. I think if there's the a good chance it dies, is a dog. I think then, there's then, a good chance it's then a dog. Then I boycott Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah. That's boycott not a good death. So I say we approved Jack Ryan last week. You do mm. not want to see us not approve something. What is, you, what is, you, that, what is the phrasing for that? So the favorite's Jay Pritchett. The favorite's disapprove. the grandpa. Right, we disapprove. The favorite's the grandpa because grandpa's old and – so that's you why know. suspense loses for me is because I I would put my mortgage on Ed O'Neill. Although the suspense dying. is now, if it is, then suspense loses. But yeah. if they kill off, I think that it's a higher <laughs> likelihood because Ed O'Neill. Why would Ed O'Neill leave? He's not. Good. This is a this is a retirement. 
plan he has. Seems easy. Seems fun. Why they would probably he's the voice of a couple things. He just like some like I think it's either Phil Dunphy, no, or Sofia Vergara. That would just be too. Sofia Vergara has a baby in the show, but it's somebody who. So is you're looking at it for like, work. You're I looking think at they're it like, saying I'm out. I you're looking at like the suit you. you are. You're Maybe, looking at it yeah. from this corporate view. Maybe I'm, we change this question into not who you think it's going to be, but who would you want to see go? I was about to say. Here's maybe, my hand. I say Manny. I want to see Manny I, gone. One of the oh. kids going through puberty. I want them gone. Oh, I want the the uh, the white kid. Uh, Luke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Luke. I was about to say. There's a lot of white. Yeah. Lot of white I want the white guy. No, yeah. I want the white guy because he's uh, the worst actor uh, ever. Well, and then he also they like they're all going through yeah, puberty and now they look totally different and they're like they have different voices and it's like you're not you're not funny anymore. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. You're not witty. I don't like it. Actually, Sarah Highland though, keep it up. Yeah, keep it up. You know, well, she's like 33. Mm-hmm. She's like one of those girls. She's she was like 26 when she was mm-hmm. playing a she's 15 She's a quiet 51. Yeah, she's 42. <laughs> mm-hmm. she's looks, really good. Old. <laughs> looks good. Looks yeah. good. Looks great. Really old. Uh, moving on. Tip. Maybe hang on to it. That was winners. That was losers. Moving on. Time for some news. News, 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 news. Mm-hmm. First story of news of the day, Norm McDonald. Mm-hmm. And we're do- I think we're talking about this because we want to talk about it. it's it's a story, but not a lot of people. I don't know. I guess it's a big it's a pretty big story. Yeah, it's but not very I, funny. Yeah, exactly. But it's something. Norm yeah. McDonald has a new show on Netflix. We talked about it last week for a little bit. He used to be on SNL. He's in Billy Madison. He's like the funniest mm-hmm. guy ever. He got in some hot water uh, this week mm-hmm. over he was doing a little press tour for his new show, and uh, he got in some hot water so much so that his he was supposed to go on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and that got canceled. So that was a pretty big deal. But he uh, drew criticism for saying he, that he was happy that the uh, Me Too movement had slowed down a little bit. Hmm. Uh, specifically talking about Roseanne and Louis C.K., who were both friends of his. But uh, his direct quote was, was pretty rough. It was, uh, there are very few people that have gone through what they have. Talking about Louis C.K. and Roseanne. Losing everything in a day. Of course, people will go, what about the victims? But you know what? The victims uh, didn't have to go through that. Roseanne and Louis have both been very good. And then, oh yeah, so that happened. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Apologized, apologized, released a thing. Roseanne and Louis have both been very good friends of mine for many years. They both made terrible mistakes and I would never defend their actions. You know, like if I'm, you think I'm minimizing the pain of victims, like I'm deeply sorry. I don't mean to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the original quote, damning, mm-hmm. I think damning. So bummer. Cause you get it. I get him saying that to yeah. someone behind closed doors. These are my butts. Yeah. I'm bummed for them. You get the point he's driving at. Yeah. But it just, but he just walked it a little too far. You, the victims did. It just, yeah, just kind of a say. bummer. But it's a, it's a shame because we watched his new show. It's hilarious. I was thinking about this the other day. This is the end. Because I, I think the, I think he's an idiot for even he's talking about the Me Too movement. I think you, he's old. You can't win when no. you talk about the Me Too movement. No. Unless you go full, unless you really try to make headlines and be, you know, the hero. and Like be Anne like, Hathaway. I hate this person. Who, who did the bad stuff. But then it's like, well, what are you really doing besides yeah. just saying your opinion? I think the the real losers of this, though, are The Tonight Show. Because it's like, really? You're going to get bullied out of like, yeah. of course you should be on the show. Like, yeah. this is now interesting. Am you I actually have an interesting for, interview now. Let him come on and let him get booed. Yeah. Like, right? like this is good TV. Well, let's yeah. have some dialogue. Let's, let's have see it out. Let's talk about it, baby. Chest to chest. The Tonight Show is just turning into fucking fluff. Yeah, really. And it's like, you know, uh, just shitty celebrity interviews where they just tell stories that probably aren't even true. Yeah, it blows. Let's say with the Me Too movement and with other social uh-huh. justice uh, kind of revolutions, mm-hmm. we'll call them, as they've been going on for the last year or yeah. so. Revolution. Uh, it kind of turned into, okay, anybody associated with any of this. It was kind of like, witch hunt makes it sound like it was a bad thing. It wasn't a bad mm-hmm. thing. It was justified and rightfully so. Let's go mm-hmm. get all the bad guys. But in doing so, 
nobody had any kind of due process. Nobody, and there was no way of evaluating. A lot of court of public opinion. Yeah, and there was no way of being like, okay, this guy's a 10 and this guy's a 5. So what Mm -hmm. we did was we lumped in the Aziz Ansaris and Jeffrey Tambors of the world and put them with Harvey Weinstein. It's like, yeah, no. And so now there's been some pushback and there's been some sympathizers with the quote-unquote bad guys who have just Mm -hmm. been probably unfairly lumped in with Mm -hmm. the actual, the Kevin Spacey's, the Harvey Weinstein's, the Mm -hmm. monsters in this thing. Where he went too far was comparing him to the actual victims. Yeah, that was who, an idiot. was like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah what do you do? Because it's like, yeah, you, you can feel bad for Louis C.K. It all went away mm-hmm. in a night. But it's like, Louis C.K., you can't feel bad as bad for him as you do someone that got fucking raped. All it's he like, should have said is that I'm friends with them and I'm sympathetic for them because it's like, yeah, they did terrible things. But fuck, like they just lost everything in a night. Yeah. How can if I'm friends with them, how can I not be like, I have to feel a little bit bad. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, That said. We're literally doing exactly what I said don't do, which is talking about talking the Talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, so. maybe we'll be on the news. Uh, but uh, <laughs> check out Norm McDonald's show. It's super funny. It's very mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and weird. It's, it's very funny, though. Good save. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Actually, uh, we were watching an old Norm McDonald show, and he told the funny story. It was before all the Me Too stuff. It was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And there was Jerry Seinfeld said, do you think all this Bill Cosby stuff will have an uh, impact on his legacy? And Norm McDonald was like, not at all. <laughs> That's so funny. He goes, not at all. Immediately. <laughs> of course and it was. Jerry Seinfeld, but I liked his point, which was like, Jerry Seinfeld was like, or no, Norm McDonald was like, we'll put it this way. Beethoven. Turns out Beethoven, he goes, raped his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. And he was like, would you care about his music then? And Jerry goes, yeah, a little bit. You got to change the crime. That can't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That can't yeah, be that, crime. that would really affect <laughs> it. Yeah. But I do like, it's like, it's kind of similar where it's like, we talked about it before. Kevin Spacey, you're, I think you're terrifying. I, if mm-hmm. I saw Kevin Spacey, I think I'd run away. Yeah. He seems terrifying to me. You watch The Usual Suspects. You tell me you see that twist coming. It's not fantastic. Yeah, it's a great twist. Right? No, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Fucking awesome tunes. Yeah. Sick tunes. He kind of terrifies me. <laughs> or terrifies. Is him in Scary Movie 3 the scariest sight of all time? Yeah, it is. Kind of. Yeah, is. yeah, okay. it is. Horrifying. Yeah. These Fucking are his facts. Scary. Weird, weird guy. <laughs> Moving on. Next topic for news. Mark Wahlberg. You want to take this one, Jackie? Yeah. So he <laughs> released his daily schedule. Um, and let, let me just run through some of the highlights. He yeah. wakes up at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> He then spends 30 minutes from 2.45 to 3.15. I like how he gives himself a 15-minute buffer. Uh-huh. Uh, Between but, wake up and... And praying. From, so is, for 30 minutes, he, he, he gets on his hands and knees and he humbles himself. Right. <laughs> I assume Jesus, but he yeah. might be a Muslim. I think it's a lot of thank you. Yes. A higher power. For all of this. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> sick. Good, good stuff. I really must be a great stuff. person. Then he works out at 3.40. Uh, he plays golf at 7.30. Cops in the cryo chamber. He puts an hour in the slot for that at nine thirty. I assume he's slots an hour. I assume he's putting in some travel time there because I don't think he has a chamber in his house. He has a few snacks a day. He schedules about three hours of family time a day, in addition to his only half hour of golf, which is uh, weird. Wait, what? Just some range time. But maybe he's snack. I think he should put golf slash snack. I don't like how he's doing this. Anyway. He wakes up at 2.30. He works out twice a day. He goes to bed at 7.30 p.m. What are your guys' thoughts on that schedule? Could you do it? And what do you? What are your general opinions on it? I think it's uh, absolutely hilarious. I think it's yeah. the most Marky Mark thing of all time. Because what he's done is a mm-hmm. thing that us as a society have pretty figured out, it, which, which is time. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> we how live to, in a society now. And, and how to go about it. And, and mm-hmm. the biggest thing is it's the sun. 
It's time is the, the important <laughs> yeah. hours of the day happen the, when the sun is up. That's such a good and this fucking guy point. has fucking slated four hours of activity he, before the sunrise. Can, can, I, can I play devil's what? advocate and be on my boy Mark's? <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> Please, real quick. You know the things he he goes to bed before the sun goes down. Yeah, so yeah. you're you're wasting. I don't this know <laughs> natural light. This dumb Da Vinci fucking schedule. Henry, toss it to so, you. So here's my my little devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this for a sec. So. I, what I'm going to give him, I would only understand it if he lives in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. I do get being on the West Coast, you're behind the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I could see it him being like, well, I'm waking up at 5.30 East Coast time. Yeah. Okay. I buy that. Okay. I I don't. I buy 5.30 East Coast time. You're waking up at 2.30 a.m. I'm buying it. I, I got to get up with the markets. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, gotta I, fucking... think, yeah, I think it's the markets. Because <laughs> Mark is an avid trader, He's as you know. He's a day trader. He is. I, so. I, I, uh, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I think it's incredibly inefficient. Yeah. Um, that's right. It's inefficient. Um, <laughs> I'm confused about my, 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 And I won't. I won't. Why, why would you wake up at 2.30? It that seems is ridiculous. Like the, it seems silly. There's aren't things absurd. open, yeah. so you are completely alone. I mean, I guess it's good for his prey time, but yeah. it's like, dude, uninterrupted prey time. Going to bed at seven thirty. What are you, a fucking four year old? I'm also going to point out. He says eleven to one is family time. <laughs> I'm four years old. Eleven to one family time, but then he picks up his kids at school at three. Yeah, because he's, so, he's a good dad. No, but his kids are I'm at school between eleven, eleven and one. Maybe him and his wife time. I, don't yeah, know. I hate to poke holes in my boy Mark's schedule. But. A rush probe situation? Maybe dual Just families? Like, <laughs> dude, rush probes. Anytime before four, <laughs> you make before your heart out, before four, you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I was going to say, I think four is my marker. If I yeah. had to do something, unless it's like, okay, I got to like work at three in the morning for some reason. Yeah. If it's like just me getting ready for like the prime like efficiency yeah optimal whatever i think yeah. four is the earliest why can't he move everything up you so you can live in uh society I yeah you know why I, do right? I, I i don't know <laughs> Seven thirty bedtime yeah what the heck what the heck is that go go move to antarctica if you don't want to ever see people seriously yeah god marky <laughs> i love you i'm on your team um moving on i think i'm actually gonna skip the question for now i'll like go that. to yeah. conspiracy mm-hmm. so we got a conspiracy this week it's a bit of a pool boy flashback we've talked on the past talked about it on the past couple of pods and i think i think we were the first to the story yes we were in uh, fact one of our uh bullies pool hearts pool boy fans actually yeah. Uh, DM'd us and was like, you called it. Yeah. You broke the case. We broke it. Yes. There's a conspiracy against Post Malone. He's a wanted man, but we don't know by who. No, but we've officially taken the case. Who We're wants his life? Yeah, we are the sleuths that will be, we'll be <laughs> figuring know. this one out. And there's a couple of fun little uh, mm-hmm. developments. So number one, uh, a couple weeks ago, Post Malone's plane, tires blew out. Fishy? Yes. Enough to, you know, really go crazy? Not quite. Mm-hmm. 15 gets, passengers that 15 passengers that's he, then he gets in a car accident okay now we got a full-on thing going mm-hmm. on this week it becomes a conspiracy because it turns out it was a couple weeks ago it wasn't this week i thought it was this week but a couple weeks ago two weeks ago gun-toting thugs invaded post malone's home or so they thought mm-hmm. so three male suspects three dudes smashed a front window a low after midnight on september 1st so a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and entered the San, Ver- San Fernando Valley home, which Post does not live at anymore. 
So he just moved out of this house. Interesting. The guy who lives there now got pistol whipped and robbed. <laughs> so bummer for that guy. You got the wrong guy. Yeah. Apparently they were yelling, where's Post Malone and all this stuff. <laughs> they were? Yeah. And the guy's so like, I, I don't like, fucking okay, so Post then, Malone So then it definitely you? wasn't a robbery. No, no, no. You're no. yelling, Post Malone, can we toss another little stat at you? Yeah. Like, by far the majority of robberies happen during the day. Yeah. If We've you all seen those rob somebody. Yeah, one, this was a kidnapping attempt. Yeah, yeah, you don't describe them as thugs. You, they don't pistol at people. They want to take shit and get out. You know, I know I know that most robberies happen during the day because they used to have those commercials, the yeah. ADT security. Best part about those commercials, they always show like a guy break into a house and then like the mom get home and like he sees her and runs away, but she's so terrified. They always like, she picks up a picture of like their family and like the glass is broken. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the thief is like yeah. destroying family Well, he had memories. a tough childhood, so he breaks <laughs> yeah. the picture on his way out because family makes him hate himself what the heck is that about but uh yeah so the the guy stole a shit ton of stuff from that dude but it wasn't post uh but again because they were yelling at his name clearly targeting him um he hasn't lived there in months but uh another new development so Mm -hmm. that i think it's like okay this is a full conspiracy someone's after your boy post yeah but may not someone they may not be human all right (laughs) why that's the development so the development is that just a few months ago uh, Post was with the host of the hit show Ghost Adventures. Oh, no. The uh, hit the, show. The hit show Ghost Adventures. And he inadvertently touched the Dubuque box. Do you think this is a specter? A.K.A. the world's most haunted object. So he's at this dude's house, or at the, with this dude, at this haunted museum. Of, museum of haunted things. I don't, know if the, <laughs> I don't know if the museum is haunted, but it's a museum <laughs> with haunted items. And there's this thing, the Dubuque box, which is like the most haunted cabinet. thing ever. Exactly. So it's like the most haunted thing ever. The host was like, for the first time ever, like, I want to touch it. He's like, I see, sense something urging me to touch it. So the host touches it. And post touches the host. So kind of Transitive a chain, property. Kind yes. of a, ch- a spirit chain. Post is touching this Created thing. a highway Dude, for the spirit. What's the positive? For the specter. You touch it. Why? What, why, what would you see, ever get out of that? you make fun of me for being superstitious. No, you're I don't necessarily believe it, but why, why do it? Yeah, but you, yeah, why but you, do it? you affect your life by doing it. Yeah. You... you uh, don't do certain things because of it. And I pick up pennies and I avoid energy. black cats. Is that so crazy? It is incredibly crazy. Is that crazy. so crazy? It's, it's incredibly nuts. crazy. It's kind of Picking up pennies, not crazy. Seeing black cats and then having to go home, very crazy. Now, best part about the pennies? You are governed by the color of animals. <laughs> do you not know the penny rules? What? <laughs> so the penny rules. The penny rules, it's not you see a penny, you pick it up. It's if it's tails, you flip it to heads, you'll leave it. The next person gets it. Yeah. Okay. That's a still contributing pennies. to somebody yeah. else's life. That was kind of crazy. What about hundred dollar bills? You see a hundred dollar bill and it's flipped over. Are you gonna just? I don't think there's listening. any official literature out on hundred dollar <laughs> bills. Oh, I couldn't speak to. There is now. I just put the superstition <laughs> down. I bet you he follows it because you, you you're going to follow it. <laughs> I know. It. <laughs> so post our our thoughts and uh, our prayers. We, I thought we were we were just the detectives beyond the case, but mm-hmm. supernatural. I Who don't know. would know the scheduled time of his private plane taking off? What kind of car he drove? But not which house he lives in or his moving day. Sounds like an ex manager. That sounds like a very specific Venn diagram of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get, I'm gonna figure this out. Let's put it together. Does I'll report back. Tune in anyone? next week. Yeah, tune in next. Where week. I tell What's you, that? Post Malone's have, killer. Does he have beef with anyone? I he had some beef with a guy named Little B a couple years ago. Outside oh, of that, everybody curse. loves him. Maybe, I, maybe curse. That, him. That's the thing you'd find about Post. Everybody loves him. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's everybody's favorite guy, except for one person. He's Willie Nelson's friend. He's Toby Keith's friend, but he's also mm-hmm. fucking everybody in the rap game's friend. He's he's everybody's friend. He's the man. Yeah, he's fantastic. We thought, and that's the way the news goes. Moving on, before our last segment of Gone in sixty seconds, we got Devil's Advocate. That's right. Two sides. 
I take one, and you takes one. We battle to the death. Mm-hmm. So you want me to run this one? You want to give the little topic? Becca from The Bachelor. Becca M. Becca by the way. M from The Bachelor. Becca M. Becca's uh, a bitch. Even though <laughs> why they um, have to separate it because she, I guess they have the same name, but she spells her name like a psycho. I misspelled her name. They both go CCA. Okay, I never mind. I was reading. This is uh, Becca. That was, that was all Henry's fault. Becca. Uh, Becca. But anyway, so she uh, announced she is pregnant. We knew her from The Bachelor because she was young, even though she was 22 and only like a year younger than like half the contestants. contestants, It was very much a story that she was only 22. Yeah. She has recently announced that she is pregnant. She was also a story because she was she disappeared for a little while. Remember yes. that? We talked about it in the pod a while ago. She was she on was, the show. She was reported missing for a while. She was reported missing while she was on the show. Mm-hmm. So we were like, this chick's nuts. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. She was on a pot plantation. Yeah. Just, you know, being a part of the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now that, Helping out. that pot smoking missing person is now going to be a mother. Be a mother. Which is interesting because the Bachelor universe is just blowing up and she's a big time player in the Bachelor universe. Future Bachelorette, a lot Serious prospect. The question is... Yeah, for sure. And this is the question that you guys are going to be uh, going point-counterpoint with, is is this a ultimately good thing or a bad thing for Becca M? Forgetting the fact that... Actually, I'm not going to say what I was about to say, but uh, New, you were arguing that this is a good thing this for her. This is a her. good thing. Henry, you are arguing that it's a bad thing for her. Stick a fork in her. She's done. Henry, why don't we start with you? And there'll yeah. be no interrupting in this. Yes, sure. Not in my courtroom. Um, so here's why she's done. Uh, uh, Batch Universe, like you said, Jack, it's blowing up right now. She's one of the biggest prospects we've seen, okay? Sure. All of a sudden, she's pregnant to a dude that she's known for two months. Mm. Everyone knows if you watch these shows, once you have a kid, you, the only thing that people identify you with is that you're a mother. Mm-hmm. There, every year there's one. Every year the mother doesn't win. The, the, it's only about that she's a mother. That's mm-hmm. our whole plot. Say goodbye to Becca and being young and fun and having a pixie haircut. We're you just talking Chelsea's. about her kid, her love child, to mm-hmm. this random dude who's not in this reality universe. Mm-hmm. She's done. Stick she's, a fork She's her. missing out. She's no, done. your counterpoint. Done. My counterpoint. Number one, we already have enough parents in the spectrum. You got your Chelsea's. You got your Evans. Becca is different. Becca is 23 right now. Becca has just sewn herself in. Young mother. Uh, Young to, mother. I guess, just the famous uh, sphere for forever. Here's why. I don't know why, but we're obsessed with young moms. We are. Mm-hmm. We I are. take you to Teen Mom. I take you to a couple other shows. I don't know why, but we love we loved Kylie Jenner getting pregnant mm-hmm. when it should have been everybody was against that. I don't know why, but we mm-hmm. do. I'm guaranteeing a Becca reality show on the upbringing of this child. Wow. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and that. slap a guarantee on it. Um, the dude needed to be. The dude should have been famous. The dude's not famous, a.k.a. Do we know I don't have you seen the dude? No. Is he what if it's looking? Matt Damon? I don't know, but... It's Matt Damon. No, it's it's like something Gonzalez. It's like a random guy. I'm going to say maybe, Tony maybe we take a recess to see what this guy looks like. That's maybe, got a lot to do that's with... That's pretty important, <laughs> but I still think you had the golden ticket. You're not going to go on VIP now, because you know what it is, New? You got nine months of having the kid. Then you got like four months of taking mm-hmm. care of the infant baby. Out of commission. She's like she I'll see you in a year and a half, Becca. <laughs> she, I'll see you in a year and a half. She's basically Carson Wentz right now. New, do you have a crown of Next December. Well, I think she, we'll see her in a year and a half, and she's going to come back a curvy young 25-year-old contestant on BIP, and then inevitably her own show. Give it to me. Give me Out a high five. You don't, think she, you don't think she married? I, I did high five, yeah. I, I did. Thank you. Mm. But you <laughs> I was going to say, Henry Ladies and gentlemen, the jury <laughs> uh, recorder, please show that Henry five five. Do you think she marries this dude? Because if so, no, 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 no. Oh, this is going to be a single uh, deal. We'll see. We will uh, keep track of this as we go on. 
We move on to the last segment of the day um, before we get on to some more fun stuff that we're going to talk about right mm-hmm. after this, I guess, because I haven't even talked about it at all. I just realized. But uh, gone in 60 seconds. Yes. We got the timer almost ready? Uh, yeah, give me a second. And uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six questions. And then after this, I guess this is a good time to talk about it. We got our first interview in yes. a while. Not first one ever, but first in a while. And uh, I'm going to go into that after we finish gone in 60 seconds. Okay, cool. Ready? Ready? First question. We'll start it after I say the question, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Last week, everybody started saying that Henry Cavill was done playing Superman forever, but this week, everyone flipped and said that was just a rumor. Do you want more Cavill or a new Superman? I think that they should just not do Superman, period. No more Superman movies. Superman is a impenetrable, just has no flaws. His only flaw is kryptonite, which is a real element, but it's not a very sexy weakness. I'm with you. (laughs) He is dating a reporter who is also flawless. There's no... Like, there's nothing interesting about Superman. Nothing human. Nothing human. And even the natural look of Superman, which is just, like, a tall white guy with, like, black hair. Like, it's a boring look, too. Tall, dark, handsome. Um, so I'm going to say just kill the whole Superman character. Wow. Hot take. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, I kind of like that theory more than mine. I was going to say, fuck Cavill. I need a new Superman. People mm-hmm. keep saying Michael B. Jordan. You know who I keep saying? Jack O'Shea. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. Maybe Whoa. I should play Superman. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But, I mean, Let's we're... play out this fantasy for a second. Like, maybe, like, a bad boy. Like bad a bad boy, boy Superman. Superman right? Yeah, like one who's like really depressed and it's like, he's why is he going towards the crypt? Maybe a more functional suit. Maybe those spandex yeah. pants become spandex shorts. I like a gun. Am I nuts? I, I like I, Cable. I, I don't know. Cable? I like Cable. You I like, like Cable? Oh, yeah, he's good. I like him a he's lot. He's a worse Smallville. Next question. Louis C.K. called Roseanne to commiserate after their career implosions. How do you think that conversation went? Um, I think it was very sympathetic. I think it was both like, well... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Turns out we shouldn't have been weird. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. I, I don't think there's really anything beyond that. I know she's moving to Israel. Yeah. Which is... Uh, maybe his idea. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, though. I don't know. It's it's going to be weird because it's like... she which, I think like, he is going to come back. I don't think she's going to come back. She's a little bit too old. She's also just naturally cuckoo. I think people will forgive... Louis C.K. masturbating in front of people, I don't think that they're going to really trust her to not be racist again. Yeah. Anyway? Uh, I think you nailed it. I think maybe it ended with a little bit the stepbrothers stuff because historically these two people hate each other. So I think really? maybe they shared yeah, a laugh. Yeah, they hate each other. Rose and Barton, Louis C.K. hate yeah, each other? Yeah, they yeah, historically hate each other. That's like everything. That. Yeah, and so I'm just thinking at the end of this conversation it was maybe they shared a laugh and then it was, ha-ha, still hate you, yeah. still hate you. Right on. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Next, yeah. question. Next question. LeBron and Elizabeth Banks are producing an NBC show called Hoops. About female basketball coaches. How do you think it's going to be? Is it about a female basketball coach who's coaching men's basketball or female basketball? I do not know exactly. I'm going to guess the latter. The latter thing is women coaching women? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think it's going to be interesting. You know what's always really interesting about what? Hang on. It's a one-hour series. After years on the road as both a star player and coach in the WNBA, Stevie Decker jumps at the chance to return to her alma mater to become the first female coach of a men's college basketball team. Okay. Oh. Do you think that they're going to have like a love interest thing? Because I feel like that's like the natural what what they want to do, but I don't know if they will. No, with a player, no way. I, I feel like they might. It's reality, no. isn't it? Or it's no, no, no. Oh, it's it's a real show. Show. Name another yeah, okay. name another show with a 
where there isn't the main character doesn't have a love interest. I want to guarantee she doesn't have a love interest with one of the players. I want to guarantee she has a love interest with somebody in the No, 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 it's going to be a coach. It's going to be a coach. It's not going to be. Maybe a player, though. <laughs> 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 Disagree with Just that. Just maybe. But, uh, Louisiana I, Tech situation. I don't think it'll be very good. I think LeBron's going to strike out a couple times before he, uh, he has a good chance. Elizabeth before Banks good, though. She's pitched perfect. Yeah. She also was powering. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Pachin produced that. Her was okay. Uh, next question. Uh, next question. The top Indian tiger hunter in India has been called to find and track and kill a beast, a tiger, that is thought to have killed 13 people in a uh, nearby village. What would your strategy be if uh, if you were that tiger hunter? Man, I would – God, I don't know because – I've got two. Give it to me. Number one, I paint stripes on myself. I live among them. Yeah, you... I quickly rise through their ranks, inevitably the having to, to fight their top <laughs> alpha. And yes. only then giving up my cover. Then annoy them. And, and using my human tricks to we'll kill the them. tiger. What if you fall in love with one of them? Oh, that's tough. We're going to have to cross that what bridge when we get to situation? it. Number two. I guess if it's going that way, we go this route. We just take the play from mm-hmm. the hangover. We throw a doped up piece of raw meat at him, mm-hmm. play him some lullabies, and just wait. Give it time. I like the raw meat thing. Here's what I do. I put a ton of raw meat in a jungle. I wait for the tiger to come. Then I firebomb the fucking jungle. I don't think that's okay. Yeah. So we're going to have some casualties. There's yeah. going to be some casualties. <laughs> what do Maybe you more than the original 13. There, there, there's 13 dead right now. I, I'll, I'll, you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. I'll forfeit it to 15, and uh, we make sure it stays at 15. I'm just trying to, to yeah, you know, keep it under 25. Having a Jaws situation. Next question. It's the summer. John Hamm this week said that he would love to play Batman. Yes, please, or no thank you? Um, I think no, thank you, because I again I like my superheroes with a little bit of edge, and I just don't think he can really. He is he looks exactly like what you picture Batman to look like, but he looks like a Batman who really has his life and world in order, and I don't want that. I'm gonna say yes, please, to his Bruce Wayne. No, thank you to his Batman. I think Bale changed mm-hmm. things for the better and for the ever, and now we can't go back to El Stiffy. George Clooney, this mm-hmm. guy can move his neck now. He can move. He's rangy. Yeah. I'm full yes, please. I want the older Batman. I think John Hamm is older Batman. I think they designed the comic book character after him. I am so about this. You ever seen that guy in sweatpants? Imagine tight pants. Yeah. <laughs> he also would be like a 50-year-old Batman. Though. It'd be incredible. That's why I want the older Batman. Okay. I want him to be retired. How old's his dad? Uh, 75. Well, his dad died, Henry. Boy, then why would you ask me that? Because I was tricking you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next question. Last question. Came out this week that Paul McCartney said that him and John Lennon used to masturbate together with friends. Uh, gross? <laughs> Weird. Uh, why? Strange that he also said that. I feel like, why I feel would like you if John say Lennon, that? Why? Can you imagine if John Lennon was alive right now? He'd just be like, dude. What the fuck? Why would you say that? <laughs> like, I know we did, but why? <laughs> they don't need to know everything. There's certain things that you're allowed to keep to yourself. You guys got chicks. You guys got like like so many chicks. What? what why? 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 They went through a <laughs> lot of on. drug phases, and that might be like something. I don't know. Can be uh, looking to see if that's like a, something that people side do in effects, LSD. Maybe maybe a jerk off circle side effect for mm. some psychedelics. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to like come up. They're in. in Is this the stuck in a rut Beatles creative, creative process? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. They had writer's block, and they're like, yeah. "How the hell do we fix this thing? How do you think <laughs> Octopus's Garden was written?" <laughs> <laughs> the garden stood for a circle. <laughs> Whose idea the of the Beatles do you think it was, and who was the Beatles. last to join? What? Who in the Beatles was it? Was their idea of this? Ringo. Did John come up with this? Was this Ringo's? This idea? is big time Ringo. I think. <laughs> but I he think just George watched. was hesitant, but George ultimately was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> the quiet <laughs> Beatle was social pressure into and, also. And there <laughs> it is, first half of the pod in completion. <laughs> all right, all right. We are now on to the second part of the podcast. We have Zachary Wannerman. 
on. We're interviewing you. How are you feeling? Guys, uh, I feel great. Uh, thanks for having me this evening. Well, you look you're, great. Of course. Wow. You're thanks. our second interview. Yeah. And the first one was great. First one was so. great. And it was almost <laughs> a, a full year ago. So we're yeah. averaging about one a year now. Yeah. Which yeah. is something we want to maintain. Uh-huh. We're not looking to expand that. What we yeah. want to do is maintain the one a year thing. And uh, I'm pumped that you're helping us do that. Mm. Just to introduce you, uh, We've done a ton of research on you. Unfortunately, Zach, you don't have a Wikipedia page yet. Yet. Just yet. One day soon. Maybe after this podcast, we'll just put something together for you. I I, I thought that was going to be a a surprise at the end. We've put together your your own Wikipedia page. uh, page, Hey, hey, a kid can dream. uh, Yeah. uh, Soon. I'll give it T-minus about uh, 30 minutes. That should be our gift to people we interview, by the way. It should be like, and your brand new Wikipedia page. You're six foot four. You're on your way. Yeah. Um, but so we don't, we you know did our research. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Zachary Wanderman's out there. So the pool boy private eye investigation team has yeah. basically put together your bio. Some of these might be a little bit off. It might be attributed to another Zachary Wanderman. Wait till I'm done, and then you tell me what I got wrong. Yeah. Okay. So Zachary, born and raised in Huntington, New York. Okay. One for one. One for one. Feeling there good. Go. Way to go, team. You went Undefeated. to you went to Indiana, go Hoosiers, and graduated in 2013 with a degree in film design and production. An avid Democrat, you campaigned for <laughs> Michael Dukakis throughout the unsuccessful <laughs> run for the presidency in 1988. You've worked as a nightlife host in Manhattan as well as for Silver Pictures and Funny or Die before ultimately becoming Shane Black's assistant. Uh, and you played rhythm guitar for Steely Dan on their 1972 album "Can't Buy Me a Thrill." That was a big album. Wow, yeah. <laughs> kind of a turning point. Give me the accuracy. Me. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, how, so, how are we? Well, I, 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 the the nineteen eighty eight thing is false. Oh, um, I, 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 I wasn't born yet. That but, was my uh, lock. But, yeah. the, yeah. but the Steely yeah. Dan thing. That's very true. One hundred percent. And all the stories are true. But <laughs> and, yeah. and everything. T- you the hear. timeline's a little murky, but yes, that and is true. <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe not only in addition to rhythm guitar, you also had some backing vocals on a few other tracks as well, right? Um, it was. It, it was more about the cowbell. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> more about the cowbell. Background yeah. noise. Ambience. It's, 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 it's a very rhythm, nuanced you know. sound. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But you fit in like a glove. Yeah. And yeah. then, of course, you left to do your solo projects um, before being born. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so just breaking into that. Um, before we continue on, can you just tell us like a little bit more about like what your current job title is? We know you're an AP. You associate produced uh, The Predator, which just came out. We just saw um, badass. Was badass. We're gonna get to that. Is there anything else that we've missed? Um, not much. I, I I've been with Shane Black for a little over four years now. Um, this is my oh, yeah. first associate producer credit. That's awesome. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped. Sweet. But put a lot of work, sweat, and love into uh the movie. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's a, uh, it's 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 been a fun ride, and I hope some people can uh enjoy it, get some laughs, get some frights, and yeah, yeah and, and seat. of all like the associate producer, like it's not like you're an associate producer on like uh, even ju- even like a, a you know low budget movie. You're an associate. Your first credit is on The Predator, which has already made like 54 million. Yeah, in the pretty box sweet. Office. That's pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. I'd go as far as to say it was, it's tight. It's, I'd say it's baller. It's, I'm gonna throw a baller out there. Um, it, well, it, it it was a hundred million dollar movie, so. So, so so we did ball out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> there was some balling. There yeah, was we, some we, balling. We got some guns, some tanks, yeah. some army stuff, some cool uh, CGI. Yeah, oh, CGI. Sure. Um, it was sweet. We, 
we had a couple of predator suits. Uh, the smaller predator is uh, that's that's a real suit. Oof. Awesome. And, um, Try that gun for Halloween. Ooh. Yeah, and, 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 and then everyday shooting. We had a, a, a ninety day shoot, and it's about two hundred fifty thousand to half a mil. You know, every day that we spend uh, in production. Holy shit! And God, you hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. yeah well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we shot in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. Oh, and yeah. if you know Where, anything about the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> what you do. Which I do. <laughs> it's it's just like Seattle. It's like the Canadian Seattle. Okay. Um, Rainy, I know quite a bit about this rainfall. You it's did. not very hard, but it is constant and it is constant. drizzling. Oh, it's, it's just coming a, just for a you. soft pee it's, happening on you. But when all it's the constant, time. You, you can prep for it. That's that's the good part about consistency. Yeah. And then, um, we, we, we had uh, the month of March when when we were in production. Um, it rained for thirty days straight, and we, and we shot three weeks of straight nights. So that means you uh you, you go into work at four p.m. and you end your day around eight a.m. Fuck. And it rained every day, and I, I, I didn't see the sun for about a month. So, so by the Jesus. way, real quick, yeah. as you said that, so I've done that once, and we all know when I did that, I worked from like 2 to like 8 in the morning. I was done for a week. It was yeah. like, hey, we're moving on to next month. Like, it's, holy shit. It's, it's heavy. It, uh, it, it's, it's not normal messes with your sleep cycle. Oh, but, I'm sure. Uh, but, but, but when you have 300 people on set, you know, yeah. kind of charging, working towards one cohesive shot and – it's it, it's it's magical and everyone feeds off each other's energy sweet so with a production schedule like that how much of the time like like basically when are the actors rolling up to stage when are they officially in go time and good to go like are they really there from 6 p.m or 5 p.m as you said it all the way till 8 the next morning or are we getting their shots in 10 p.m to midnight and then we're wrapping this bad boy um, it, 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 it kind of fluctuates depending on the scene. We'll, we'll have some actors get there before crew call because they have extensive hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. So th- that could sometimes take an hour or two. So, so they get there early. But um, other times they only have, you know, half a scene or one scene. So they're, they're in and out in a couple hours. But um, yeah. the production crew is always there. Just grinding. Yeah. <laughs> always there. Yeah. Troops on the ground. Taking it on the chin in, in wet Vancouver. But, yeah. but, but what is remarkable about acting and being an actor on a, on a set with you know, a, a, a crazy schedule like that and so much going on is it, it, it's a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. all, all these people are working, getting the lighting, the camera, lenses, everything perfect. And then you have to just step up and, you know, execute your delivery mm-hmm. of your of your scene and get into your character and that's kind of it I've, I, I i don't act much mm-hmm. except when i'm a fool sometimes but uh, <laughs> but you know it's the best joke of all time great <laughs> 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 just just yeah, like damn fool. J- just to snap into it um with being idle for four hours you know some actors like watch yeah, movies sure. so so imagine watching two movies in your trailer and then you get called for your scene and then you just have to automatically <laughs> yeah. snap into being somebody Off the couch. else. Was there yeah. anybody who on this movie, were there any actors who in your mind were like just studs when it came to that? Where it was just, they just were, like they Dwayne were, the Rock Johnson ready to go. There were just one take Tonys. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, it's a great group of guys. The, the, mm-hmm. the, they're exceptional gentlemen. Um, one in particular, uh, Keegan-Michael Key yeah. the dude. is always on. He's he's always on point. He's funny. He's hilarious. His laugh. Um, he's got one of those laughs you want to laugh with him. Yeah, yeah. he's he, it's 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 too loud and vocal not to laugh with. Yeah, him. yeah. He's you also feel just, uncomfortable not yeah, joining. But, but but when we're doing night shoots, you know, it's four a.m. in the morning. He's he's cracking jokes and 
you can really feed off his energy. That's and, so uh, cool. What a good dude. And, 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 and you know, 100-watt smile. Oh, it's yeah. great to hear that. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, I, I, right, just not knowing anything about Keegan-Michael Key. In fact, we actually met him one time in college. Remember he came and ate salsa thing? on SMU's campus. Yeah, he's a great guy Our then, too. Salsa. He's a great guy t- then, too. Yeah. But I'd be like, what a, I hope he's a really good guy. Seems like a good guy. Where it's like, yeah, he yeah, is a good he guy. Is great, a good guy. Great, great guy. He's on. Yeah. He's got that Fallon thing, too, where yeah. he laughs at his own jokes a little bit constantly, where he's just, totally. he, he, he finds everything funny, where it's just like, totally. I want to be with this guy. Yeah. I want to hang with him. He's a charming quality. He was casted perfectly in his role in this movie. In this movie, if you have not seen it yet, he plays basically there's this loony bin cast of characters yeah. and amongst them he is the class clown and he plays it absolutely he just beautifully. nails it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's uh, great hen you were talking about casting earlier mm-hmm. it, it, it's unbelievable uh he he's got a very specific style of movie that he does as i call on shane black yeah. Uh, yeah as i call on other ones you look back at like iron man 3 nice guys just to name the most recent ones but they're the best action comedies cuz they're they you've got all the thrills that you'd want from the big high budget action movie mm-hmm. but then he does such a good job of interweaving the witty jokes and the witty banter it's between like funny like smart funny and dumb funny it's, like, it's like, like all the levels of where funny. it's like it's at times it's a total comic book where it's like yeah. you know you've got kind of over the top lines coming at each other and then the, the movie will break where they'll have a really petty argument and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your steals life. the scene in the movie and the whole thing as you were on the the pre-process of this and all the prep it was that part of the casting did like guys that you guys brought in need to have comedic chops was that one of the the checklists that you guys had to hit absolutely yeah because it's kind um, of a random was, like you got like olivia munn and uh i'm forgetting the main dude's name holbrook who's uh, awesome boyd, 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 holbrook. boyd holbrook but then you also have like keegan michael keys the side character uh freaking what's his name from Ta- game of thrones theon Greyjoy. alfie alfie allen yeah, is Al- in this movie Alfie's thomas awesome. jane the the guy who stole it for me uh augusto aguilera yeah. of course he was holy, <laughs> yeah. he was like i've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. that name before in my life yeah, yeah. he is the funniest guy in this movie i'm yeah. not even sure it's close mm-hmm. he's and sterling k brown sterling k brown so funny totally yeah so, so funny. It's kind of, it seems almost kind of like random but it was like made the movie fantastic everyone like uh, recognized uh, everybody uh, everyone brings um br- brings their own thing to it and and mm-hmm. And we would have uh, we would all meet on Sundays for rehearsal, and, and and we didn't have to meet on Sundays. You know, Sunday was a free day, uh-huh. and the actors were would willingly you know come come to our hotel room. We we mm-hmm. get a conference room. We'd all sit with pencils and scripts and just kind of riff off each other and and go you know into the dialogue and into the scene. That's and, awesome. And and Shane's very open. You know, he 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 writes the words, but then the actor elevates the material to uh you know to be to be mm-hmm. a performance and. Um, very open to improv mm-hmm. and yeah, you can the, tell. The, and so yeah. you said, you said you've been working for Shane Black for like four years now. Yeah. He did. I know you worked on the nice guys with him, Ryan yeah. Gosling and Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. It's like one, just one of the greatest, just such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you haven't seen it, it's like one of the most underrated, underrated yeah. yeah, super underrated. Uh, but then on predator, how did you, when did you meet Shane Black? How'd you get going with so, him? So, so I met Shane. Um, I, I, I was actually in, an intern for a producer Joel Silver, mm-hmm. and I, I I just moved out to California. I graduated college, uh, packed all my stuff in my car, Go drove out drove out mm-hmm. here. Hollywood, yeah, big dreams, yeah, baby. Coming here, coming to the ocean, yeah. ocean mountains, sunshine, and um, I I was just applying. I I made a list of my twenty favorite movies, and then whoever mm-hmm. produced them, I made that list and i sent i just sent my uh resume to them awesome where, yeah. wait, real quick what are, yeah. the, what are the what are the movies what are your yeah you don't have to oh, have man. all 20 but yeah give, not a, all give, 20. Us a, give us a mount rushmore of What's your faves yeah uh, yeah um well I, I i i love wes anderson we're big mm-hmm. wes anderson guys yeah we're, we're huge 
Yeah, well, I'm, we were just I'm, talking. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the, literally but, above your head right now. We yeah, got but, Bottle but, Rocket, Darjeeling Unlimited, Rushmore. We got all Life the posters, Aquatic. the poster yeah. wall. Um, I love Scorsese. I love Gangs in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a news fave. Number <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's is, uh, Heroes. I never yeah, seen that. That, that is uh, the, that is Clint Eastwood, um, vintage seventies World War Two, uh, ca- ca- kind of tongue in cheek humor. You know, people die. It's intense, but it's it's it, it follows these guys who are on a gold hunt in uh, yeah. you know Nazi occupied France, and there we go. That's, they just want to get their up. gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um another movie about that. Clint yeah. killing Nazis. <laughs> done. Um, <laughs> a, a three nice three common. kings is is great. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Um, man, th- th- there are just so many stories out there. I was gonna say you've passed the test though. These yeah, are these yeah. are all these hits. Are yeah. So Shane Black, which of the movies was Shane Black's? Is that where, you, um, where the story was going? We went to Joel going? Silver first. Oh, oh Joel yeah, yeah. Silver first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, so I'm an intern for Joel Silver, just uh, reading scripts, um, answering phones, doing mm-hmm. any random assortment of tasks, getting lunch, yeah. smoothies, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to keep keep the office going. And then um, they greenlit Nice Guys, and uh, Sh- Shane came into the office, and I was just kind of the, the head intern teaching mm-hmm. the new summer mm-hmm. interns how to do script coverage and kind of take care of things. Mm-hmm. And... Shane and I, 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 I went in to get to get Shane a coffee one day. He's like, "How do you take it?" He, he, he goes black. I'm like, "Wow, Shane Black drinks black coffee." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, and then and then um, I, I, I gave him a lift to uh, a couple different meetings, and we we just kind of hit it off. And he he didn't have an assistant at the time. He's he's actually never had an assistant really uh, before mm-hmm. me, and um, we just. We we hit it off. I I went to Atlanta to shoot, and that's where they shot the nice guys. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. We're there for about six months. Sweet. I mean, that movie must have been awesome working on because it's is it eighties or seventies? Uh, seventies. And and, and that's the thing is, is we shot we shot for two months in Atlanta, Georgia, and then we shot for ten days in Los Angeles, and. Mm-hmm. And the movie you you cannot tell it's it's nineteen seventies Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And totally. And it's a, it's it's remarkable. It was a crash course on how to cheat things, you know, how to mm-hmm. uh, me- deceive the audience or use an illusion to, you know, make a, a a massive house in the hills look like. I mean, well, the house was in a yeah, you know, swampland yeah, yeah, yeah. in Georgia, and then mm-hmm. we we throw up a huge green screen and. It's such a bummer growing up and watching movies and like thinking that everything's filmed exactly where they're saying they are. And then you get out here and they're like, oh, no, never. Like, (laughs) never, (laughs) ever, ever. Even like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I was always like, well, no, the beginning, it's in Philadelphia. I bet a lot of us. And it's like, you thought Friends was filmed in New York City. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, no, it's just not. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. I feel like everything's being shot in Atlanta now, though. I feel like that's like the new. Yeah, you get great great tax credits. It's an easy city to get around. And then there's. There's also an exceptional amount of professionals in mm-hmm. uh, in in Atlanta and in Vancouver, so mm-hmm. so you can get a solid crew, and you need to hire enough locals to yeah. you know get get your tax credit and use. Well, it's cheaper too. You don't have to fly out the whole crew of people. Yeah, and then put put them up at hotels yeah. and, and all and all that jazz. Gotcha. And so, how long when you worked on Predator? So how long did the Nice Guys take? How long were you on so that? So Nice Guys took about a year and a half and then we did promotion for it mm-hmm. probably a year after it was finished uh-huh. the predator um so it is september what 16th today mm-hmm. uh-huh. um I, I i've been working on a predator for two years and nine months exclu- ex- probably probably exclusively 
Yeah. It's so um, nuts. And like, just like pre-production, I, I, my first day, it was, it was the first week of January, almost three years ago. And um, we went to Amalgated Dynamics, which, which is a studio in Burbank that creates these monster suits. Mm-hmm. And it, like they create the Queen Alien. They, yeah. Uh, wow. They do they do all these like robotic electronic suits because the mandibles of the predator kind of yeah. kind of move and flutter. Yeah. As yeah. 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 Shit on their breathe. face. Yeah. And, and that's you. that's somebody with a like a remote control. Yeah, with a remote control that's doing the mandibles as mm-hmm. as an, as a performer is wearing the helmet and the costume. So 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 we had to design those co- the costume first. Mm-hmm. Now that was kind of our first step step one yeah because because it takes them a couple months well yeah and i know in the original predator 2 they completely reshot the predator when they originally shot the movie oh really john claude van damme played the original alien yeah he 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 he's got the legs he he actually quit um the first week he was hot and he couldn't do his splits and kicks oh yeah why am i here yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna take the splits and kicks from van damme that's you're not van damme that's just (laughs) not yeah wow that's nuts yeah so he did that and then ultimately i think later i think was i mean correct me if i'm wrong you know better than i do but after they shot the movie they then were not happy with how the predator looked so they then created the monster so how the predator looks is like a huge. Well, 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 at one point the predator was supposed to look almost like a lobster, and and for really sure. really yeah. hardcore I, okay. fans, um, <laughs> you will see a lobster predator lookalike costume in the new Predator movie. It's a it's a little huh. Easter egg. Oh wow! Uh, and it's 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 when Rory it's when Rory egg. the kid is yeah. uh, walking on Halloween night wearing the mask. Uh-huh. He passes someone who's dressed as the original oh, Predator. Holy oh, shit! And um. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's it's a couple seconds. It, it kind of goes right yeah. by if you're if you're not exactly looking for it. But, so before uh, you started working on, because you said it was like three freaking years, did you, had you seen yeah. the original Predator before you worked? Yeah, on yeah, it? certainly. Okay. I, I saw it. Um, I was actually just uh, home in New York, and I went through my whole VHS VHS collection, and I saw <laughs> the original Predator in there, and I was like, I remember watching it on this VHS player, on this TV, you know, on the mm-hmm. loft of my house. Yeah, of course. Yeah. When I was probably eight or nine, or mm-hmm. way too young to be to be watching movies. We are we're huge original Predator fans. Yeah. We, were, we got to it a little bit late. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost. Oh, I always knew it from. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. They always joke like, "Which we watch uh, Predator again?" Like, <laughs> Duh. It's like the testosterone movie. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it. and We're like, "Yeah, we body, like Body Mass Alone." I think we did watch it again right after. Like it was yeah. one of those. And so in this one, in this version, um, and then I, I think we were, we were discussing, because we do kind of want to get into the movie. Yeah. So we're always hesitant on this podcast about, like, how much can we spoil and what not? How sure. comfortable are you if we just sort of tear right into it? Are you cool with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let, let's, let's hit it. Let's just say <laughs> spoiler alert. Let's do a real quick, real quick non-spoiler what we like if you weren't going to spoil it if someone i mean of course like what's your promotion for the movie people mm-hmm. listening and like going to see it because we're we're do the same thing what mm-hmm. we thought without totally spoiling you know what i mean sure kind of kind of um it's 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 a fun fast quip shane black movie with a, a menacing crazy space alien in it who mm-hmm. uh Part of my French, fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> long. It's, uh, it's 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 a it's a, there's a dirty half dozen of these uh these amazing actors who uh you know who are basically tasked with saving the world from this thing and uh great just, way of describing just, that. Just yeah. 
dirty it, half you see it for the space alien see it for the mm-hmm. the cgi space alien but but see it for these guys they're, yeah yeah, yeah they, they're they're really special and um you know they're they're just fun to hang out with for a couple hours totally. and 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 sterling k brown yeah <laughs> sterling k brown was he's the, cool was, yeah. was so the, he's cool he was the winner of the movie in my in yeah. our opinion and he's, he's from this is us and he's from uh oj simpson, OJ simpson. He, he has yeah all right, so the non-spoiler our review yeah just our review non-spoiler okay we walked out i fucking love this movie yeah. um it was so funny and it's because it's very it's very Shane Black, so it's like a it's like a kind of unique form of dialogue. But like the Looney Bin characters of just like Keegan Michael Key and the guy Nettles, you said his name, yeah. but I'm, uh, uh, I'm it was Augusto Aguilera. Yeah, Augusto, Augusto Aguilera. He's awesome. He's so funny. Um, find him. He he's shooting, or he just wrapped up shooting a new Nicholas Wine and Refn series on Netflix. Yeah. And um, this guy's got it all. Sh- Sh- Shane loves him. He He's was b- behind Keegan Michael Key. He was probably you know number two improv mm-hmm. maestro of, of of the bunch. And yeah, he, he always brought something. Great attitude, hard worker. No, yeah. Nothing but praise for the guy. You kind of just end up. It's very similar to the original Predator, but it's like the original Predator meets Shane Black, obviously. So it's like you kind of just have the like in the original Predator, just this group of like you said a dirty half dozen but it's more oceans 11 yeah where there's yeah, so much very oceans yeah. 11 <laughs> yeah yeah i would say it's obviously badass like it's one of those going into it i was like i know mm-hmm. this movie's gonna be badass like the aliens are just or the predators mm-hmm. are just sick the what m- made it awesome was like you said like you want to kind of hang out with the crew it's like yeah. for like the nice guys it was like i want to hang out with russell crowe and ryan gosling mm-hmm. like whenever you guys yeah. and this movie it was like that whole crew of whatever the blonde guy boyd and his crew it's like that was just hilarious and you want to be with it and honestly it was way more complicated than i thought it would be in a fantastic way i still don't know if i understood the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i was i did not expect that going into it because yeah. the first predator it's like okay i got it arnold v killing machine this was like <laughs> way more to it there's motivation and, exactly and, and planning and strategy and reasons you're learning shit. new things yeah. and like things mm-hmm. yeah, I, again i still don't know if i fully understood it and i love well, that well uh, shane black and and the co his co-writer on it and longtime friend fred decker they are you know they, they, they are nerds they they <laughs> love this material they love the first couple projects and they they they, they wanted to mine from those movies and mm-hmm. um and kind of try to weave it into a story to take place in present day. Mm-hmm. And so, so so they tried to mine from the old movies and then come up with ways to sort of push push the um push what we know about this alien deeper and and, and give us more information mm-hmm. on it because now now we've had 30 years yeah. you know yeah. since since the initial incident in mexico we, we we've had 30 years and and science has only progressed so so mm-hmm. you know we, we've gotten to a level we know a little bit but we still don't know their their motives we can mm-hmm. interview them we can interrogate them and um this this project stargazer that uh that sterling k brown runs they're kind of like in area 53 that's mm-hmm. uh and it was done super do well. This. Because sometimes yeah, yeah. people blow it with that. Like the whole, like, <laughs> you've never heard of us for a reason. Like, sometimes yeah. it sucks. <laughs> but the reason why you've never, really good in this. The reason why yeah. you never heard of them is because, all right, I'm, can we just spoil it from yeah, now on? Yeah, now we're going to spoil it. Spoilers from now on. The gauntlet's down. I, I like that the 
Because in the beginning, you assume Sterling K. Brown's gonna be a good guy. Oh, I totally thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna be like the nice guy. He's good guy. working but, with Olivia Munn. Yeah, who's like the he's scientist. Chewing yeah. He's chewing yeah, gum. He's, 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 he's chewing. Yeah, he's chewing Nicorette. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> he's trying to quit. I yeah. missed that. By the way, I saw that they showed like the gum, mm-hmm. like that you kind of get a little peek of the nicotine. I was looking away, and so for the whole time I was like. Are they gonna explain the gum thing? <laughs> oh, and he's they did. He's I just chewing it. it the whole time, like yeah. Iceman from but Top I loved Gun. That. And it, it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was the great gum. the whole way. It was good. The gum was good. But the this is one question I actually had written down and stuff too is how much is the character in Nebraska basically an attempt to put rigs from Lethal Weapon into because <laughs> he is literally, literally a guy who. Uh, it has a death wish. Nebraska's Tra- the guy I mean, from Moonlight, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Travante. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now he, he he tried to. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Everything's spoiled. Well, we're all spoiled. Yeah. I was about to talk. Yeah. He he put a gun to his head and, and tried to end his life. Yeah. yeah. But he but he missed. Yeah. yeah. Very rigs. And, and I think very rigs. <laughs> I, th- I think that's I think that's awesome. You know, it's it's this guy who thinks he's living on borrowed time. You know, yeah. he, he, he thought his life should have ended. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, he slipped up. Maybe, maybe there's, there's a small tingling of, you know, common sense that, that sparked out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, and, you know, kept this guy on. I did not li- see that coming, by the way. And when he's like, yeah, I, killed, I shot a guy. Yeah, I, I, then, I, shot, I shot my CEO. It's like 10 minutes later before they revealed, yeah. and I was like, are we still going to hang with this guy? It's like a CEO you shot. Did, yeah. did he live? And then... And, yeah, then and then he, re- get the he reveals the, yeah. the scar, which... Yeah. Speaking of nicotine, he's ripping cigs the whole time, too. Yeah, I love that. It's a guy's guy movie. It really so, is. So, so he was actually the only one allowed to smoke. The, 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 st- the studio said we, we, we could pick one guy. Yeah, so we have to... <laughs> and and not yeah, not, not to everybody, because, I mean, if, if it was up to everyone, they would probably just, you know, kind of all... Yeah. Be chief and cigs. All, out. Yeah. all be chief in a way. Does the movie have to be R-rated if you smoke a cigarette now? Mm. Isn't that a thing? Is that one of the? the I things? know when they made that that Disney movie where uh, Tom Hanks played Walt Disney, he was not allowed to smoke a cigarette because if he did, it would have to be R rated. And they were like, "Well, it's not going to be a fucking R rated movie." So like, they showed him putting it out one. What a time! It's like what a thing. <laughs> I did not know that. What a thing. That seems. I don't know if that's true, but that's fucking ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I love that scene from Thank You for Smoking, yeah. where they're they're selling yeah. a cigarette out. They're like going to Brad Pitt in, in space, <laughs> yeah. and he just finished having sex, and and then he lights up a, <laughs> you know, whatever brand it was. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you have that guy from uh, the the OC, yeah. Seth. Yeah, he like he plays the studio exec. It's that's a that, that's a fun one. That's I a love, yeah. really good movie. I love Seth, whatever that guy's real name is. Yeah, Matt, Adrian, Adam, Brody. no, not Adam, <laughs> Brody. Adam Brody. Brody. Yeah, yeah he's, that's, he's like, awesome. that's what it is. The pianist? I don't he's think great. so. <laughs> you guys should be in more. Uh, but but back to back to the predator. <laughs> yeah, back to the predator. And actually, actually, Trevante doesn't smoke uh, real cigarettes. Those mm-hmm. are those are actually herbal cigarettes. Yeah. That uh, he got he got very used to smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably the same effect. You lose the uh, you're not going to become addicted he, to he, it, but you're inhaling smoke. Yeah. The he, he actually he ran track. So I mean, if if mm-hmm. you look at the guys, he is oh he's kind of an absolute tank. He looks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is is. He looks like yoked. his name could be Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I buy it. He uh he he's an exceptional human being. He he works out three hours a day and mm-hmm. an hour just for his abs. Oh, one of them. And then he'll wow. go he'll get uh two pizza, two pizzas for himself. Yeah. Um, crush both pies and <laughs> so he's, and, he's and do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> and he, he he ran track at a uh, University of Texas. Oh yeah, shit, that's yeah. crazy. Fuck him. 
And um, <laughs> so awesome. you know, he's 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 a good guy. He's in the Michael Phelps yeah. regiment as well. And he's yeah, just yeah. on yeah. fire. I, I, I think there's big things for him uh, coming coming in this oh, future. Oh, for sure. He, I think so too. He, he was pretty awesome. Like we said though before, like Sterling Brown, he had one of my favorite lines and scenes was uh, towards the end when. Uh, Boyd, what was the main guy's name? Boyd, uh, McKinnon? Quinn, Quinn, Quinn McKenna. McKenna. Quinn McKenna. Great names in this movie, too. When he says to him, like, at the end of this, you and I are going to dance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he, what is Sterling Brown's response to got, that? Got my shoes already all got my picked shoes out. picked yeah. out. Yeah. Picked out. I yeah. wasn't, because yeah. it went really quick, so I wasn't sure what he said, but I was like, whatever that was, that was the most badass scene. Yeah, but from Sterling. Got my shoes K- already picked out. Sterling K. I don't K. Brown. Like Brown. I feel like I didn't, I did not really like Sterling K. Brown going into this movie for no reason at all. Except for everyone really likes him. And I was like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. But I really thought he was just going to be the good guy, like the nice mm-hmm. guy, because I feel like that's what he's in This Is Us and OJ mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And as soon as it became clear, like, oh, he's like, yeah, kill Olivia Munn. She saw too much. And like, kill this guy. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, that added such mm-hmm. a good part of the movie where he's not a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he's not like the perfect protagonist. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. He was my favorite part of the movie, I think. And he works clearly for this covert secret op. Yeah. Like it's not like he's making moral decisions. It's no, like exactly. he's, he's got fuck, a fucking job to do. His so it's like he's gone, gone. He, he nailed it. It's and like the character was again, great. this is another big spoiler alert. But like at the end, when he's got, it's like uh, uh, McKenna's got holding him at gunpoint, and he's like, yeah. "I'll make it. I'll make it easy for you, McKenna. If he doesn't drop the gun in ten seconds, shoot the kid's knees out." Yeah. It's like that's a badass that fucking line. That is a line. baller move, and that's how that would go that's, down. That's yeah. Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, you know, he's. It's fucking. Ball. By the way, he he has the best actor instincts out of anybody. The kid, set. Jacob Tremblay. His, yeah, his his continuity. You know, an, mm-hmm. an actor say they go into a kitchen, get a sandwich, and he could go into the kitchen, get the sandwich, do it the exact same time. Like uh, from an editor standpoint, mm-hmm. he is the easiest actor to cut. He's he's yeah. flawless. He's, he's amazing. <laughs> it's um, so crazy when a kid's and he's, really good. And he's yeah. 11. You're constant, constant. Can you imagine being 11 and someone he's, someone told me to like, yeah, just go do this, Kotems? I'd be like, no. He's, he's, he's <laughs> better bored. than some of, the, some of these guys who, who yeah. have been doing it, you know, four times longer than he Crazy. Mm-hmm. He was in the room. Um, trying yeah. to think what else. Wonder. The kid from Wonder. Yeah. God. It's gonna be big. He's big time. Um, yeah, he. Uh, uh, I think he has a movie, a Seth Rogen movie coming out, that uh, that he gets to curse in. Awesome. Good. So so so, so we warmed him up a little bit. I'm sure he's pumped. And then, oh, yeah. um, he's he's pretty pumped for that. Um, moving just a little bit on. Actually, I don't want to ask a question. Right now. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I got oh, you. Uh, the when you guys were like, all right, we need to up the stakes. Uh, we've had the Predator, which is probably besides alien it's those are the two most like unstoppable if you're going to be uh you know picking a team of just like real deadly motherfuckers predator and alien are probably your number one too reason you made avp yeah that was a movie it was like yeah you guys clearly they made avp for the same reasons they had the foy versus uh mcgregor fight i i i remember the the avp the avp poster i I feel like i was in middle school or or elementary school oh yeah i was like um, it's like Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose. That's <laughs> such a good line. Yeah, yeah. It was just great. Badass. Yeah. But the choice That's was awesome. sort of like, all right, we need something even badder than the Predator. And you guys opted to make it like four times the size. Which was a great choice. I'm a big fan of that choice. <laughs> Were there any other considerations where it's like, how can we make something more bad? Yeah, now he has like wings or something. Um, or? We just wanted to make him kind of the, the ultimate 
so, so someone that a, a, as easy as the predator hunts humans, mm-hmm. we wanted to make that predator the we call them the upgrade. Yeah. Um, that you know ease mm-hmm. to hunt a, a smaller predator. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. he. He, he literally rips his spine out. Yeah, it's sick. Know? It's awesome. Like he's like scratching, you know, his back or, yeah. or, or, or something like that. <laughs> Just tears his head off. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a question about that guy, about the, the big. Because at yeah. one point they're like, he's like 11 to 13 feet tall and oh. everything. And I was loving all that. One thing you'll learn about us is that we love gigantic mm-hmm. We're big fans of big shit. And men. Yeah. Really big, massive things. The bigger the better. Please tell me. I know a lot of it was CGI. I'm sure. Yeah. Was there like a seven foot dude on set? In the real predator, I'm sure. So, yeah. So so the real predator is played by um, these two guys. They're they're seven feet. Uh, Brian and Kyle. Okay. And, and they are they do, brothers? They do parkour. No, seven seven foot foot they're not brothers. Athletes. What? But yeah. Look, look up Brian Prince uh, YouTube parkour. He is except he's shit. a ninja man. I was this gonna, guy, does this that guy make can him move. The, the best parkour athlete ever. I then think it has it's like his reach. He's like there's the most to lose. <laughs> Why is and, he not in the NBA? And and he's a uh, he's an artist. He's he's an amazing sketch artist. And of he's course. the fucking predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, he's cool. He's, he's a Swiss Army knife. But, yeah. Uh, he's he's got it all. Um, we're really amazing guy. I always love that whenever you see the behind the scenes picture though, if it's like whatever the beast is and the thing, it's like in game of Thrones, the, uh, the giant who stormed the, uh, he ends up, he's in, what's that? The watchers of the wall episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That guy played basketball at like UNC 15 years ago. <laughs> it's like a seven foot two dude. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You don't make and, the league. That's what you do. You yeah. run and then, uh, at, 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 at one point we had the stunt performer who was actually the bear in the revenant. And, uh, Anytime and, someone and, and, says something like that, it's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. and, 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 and he or? was, uh, he was on stilts wearing, uh, a green, green suit. And then, um, our, our wow. special effects team just kind of modulated these clay forms and, so nuts. and turn it into a, 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 a 3d effect. <laughs> so cool. Um, that, yeah, that turnover, takes a while. We, we give notes, they do another mm-hmm. pass at it, but, um, how tough is amazing. that? Like how tough is that? I mean, compared to like the nice guys where I don't think you had any, if, if any CGI where like in predator, you have fight scenes where I'm sure a lot of it was CGI. Like it, how does a, that affect a, a, like a, t- a ton of green screen? Yeah. Um, it was, it, it was a real crash course for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, not sure not no having a, a a very you know, um, Use your pretty much any you know CGI, three D background and coming into this we, we had our cinematographer our DP Larry Fong, mm-hmm. who uh who shot a, a little movie called Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ever heard another, of it? <laughs> another indie you know three hundred flicker uh, <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Oh, wow. uh, uh, and he, mostly low budget. And, you probably haven't heard of him. But but my favorite one he did was uh was Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Dude. Boom. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Watchmen director's cut about two weeks ago. That's Bomb. four hours long. And, and <laughs> great, about great four hours movie. long. I uh, was really depressed for like two days. <laughs> Just right? walking around quoting Warshak. The whole time I was like, what's the fucking point, man? Yeah. Turn off all the lights what's and move in slow motion. We're, we're, You're in here with me. We're the scum of the fucking earth. Just, Great line. It's a cesspool of humans. Fuck. <laughs> plague. We're ruining all of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, so so Larry Fong, you know, I would... Uh, sh- sh- and and every day Shane would let me kind of shadow Larry for for an hour or two and and, and Larry does card tricks on set. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is not a No, that's no, awesome. No. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. The, the, the green scenes. But so so Larry's a magician and um, okay. God, I love when people And are just and, like and, and he does magicians. card tricks every day 
he, he got me probably 50 times, over 50 <laughs> times on his car. I, I still can't figure them out. Do uh, it again. He does this <laughs> again, Larry. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's awesome. Brings a, a, a amazing energy to set and, and his whole camera team. But, but I would just kind of shadow him and see how he would light a green screen. Yeah, and, totally. And, and we'd, we'd have interactive lighting and fans blowing and, yeah, the fan thing and is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because you have to make it real or like, yeah. or like moisture in the uh, in the atmosphere that that we're shooting in. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, which I'm was... sure, yeah, as you talked about Vancouver, that had its yeah. own laundry list of problems. Towards the end, yeah, a lot of a lot of wet nights. <laughs> when the, the ship's taken off towards the end, and Olivia Munn's doing her best to stop it, there's one part where she like tries to get up, and the jet from the ship like knocks her down. And yeah. I was thinking like. Well, how do you just a shit ton of wind and you're like, just jump backwards, just fucking yeah. go for it. For, for for something like that, you have um, you, you have the fans blowing, so you have the the artificial wind that mm-hmm. you know powered by you know just a, a, these big cold. fans, yeah. 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 And then I'm I'm not 100 percent sure if she was, but she she might have been on a cable, like a mm-hmm. stunt cable. Oh, and so, just like so we, yeah, so we kind of yank her and um. And it, it, it looks like she gets thrown. And then you just take out the wires. I guess there'd be a lot of that because there are a handful of people thrown great yeah. distances. Yeah, yeah. People, <laughs> right? people, Over tables People got tossed. Yeah. Yeah. That was great from the get-go, too. Ha, yeah. uh, wait, by the, by the way, quick, quickly, what do you guys think the kill count is? How many people do you think died? Do you have this number, too, off the top yeah, of your head? Yeah, so, 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 so one of our last days um, in post-production, our, our post-production PA, a wonderful chap named Wyatt um <laughs> he he went through and, and tallied you know everybody that died confirmed just, kills yeah I was gonna ask let me just a disclaimer I don't question. think the predator leaves any any wounded the There's a, yeah. the explosion on Halloween night that blows up that house are we calling that one death or that's, multiple that's one death okay that guy was hilarious. That guy was the stoner. Yeah. That guy was <laughs> he great. Chucks an apple core at a, yeah. little, kid. <laughs> a little kid. I mean, he he he. Happy Halloween. He got what yeah, he I love that. that was I love that Jacob Tremblay just pretty much got over there pretty quick. He yeah. was just like, yeah, here's the fucking hat. And oh. you, you, it, What's up? That, that did not What's psych up? him out that he just murdered. Yeah, I know. I, I get, the guy was a jerk, but I don't I'm know. I'm gonna if put he a, a pretty competitive over under out there, and I'm gonna say. 110. See, I'm thinking lower. I'm thinking like... You got to think that whole lab, dude. I think I'm going to nail it on the head. I'm thinking like 50. I'm going to go 45. I'm going to go 62. Give it to me. 64. Oh, shit. I I way highballed it. I way highballed it. (laughs) While you guys were all talking, what I did is I counted Starting with number one, the uh, things, uh, the spaceship is crashing. Boom, he kills the uh, yeah, the, sniper. Yeah, the, the cartel guy. That's one. Yeah, and then right. I went through, and I counted all of them while you guys were all talking. And you missed two? I missed wow. two. You missed two. Well, because the issue was I yeah, – I didn't want to explain. <laughs> it was a tough that One of those issues you don't want to talk about. I don't know what I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you know how it is. Um, no, yeah, a lot of people die, especially – the majority has to be uh, just during in that – this scene, there was another great scene. Going into when they have captured the Predator – and it's sedated, and it's in these chains or whatever. And you know when you're watching, it's like, that motherfucking... Yeah, that's going to wake fucking, up. <laughs> he's, I, I, yeah. I think Shane had it written as he's he's a Trojan horse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Like when he, when he wakes up, like eyes snap open. 
Totally. Holy shit, it's a Trojan horse. We were so that's, wrong. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. We were so wrong. <laughs> Just in that quick sequence, some guy is the first guy to realize it and yeah, holds yeah. down his neck. He's like, like, everybody, hold him down. What a tough job to sign up for. Fucking like, yeah. mouth no other like, volunteers. No. We've got no other heroes in the room, and this guy just gets fucking clawed Just out. bail, man. Just <laughs> wrong, leave. Wrong place, yeah. wrong time. Yeah. 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 Um and, and he then he gets his arm bitten. Yeah. yeah. It's just just clean slice. And off. then and then yeah, the bodies start getting hurled around. That yeah. seems to be the predator's signature move. If it's not that big stab, you it's throw. a it's a big body Well, throw. it doesn't want a cheap shot yet. It wants a fair fight. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll throw you and then let's square up again. You have to it. love the predator's just sense. It's a sportsman. Oh yeah. It wants oh, yeah. competition. It wants fair competition. Yes. Well, I really get that. Yeah. And also, I loved the <laughs> I jokes. I don't want any asterisks wins. <laughs> I loved it. It's so true, the jokes, where it's like, well, that's not what a predator is. That's, mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's, a, that's a sports hunter. It's but, more like a bass fisherman. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe when they made the first movie, they didn't think about that. that, that <laughs> that's, well, the, predator sounds cool. Yeah. No, it totally <laughs> does. And, it and, totally does. And uh, that's, that's a little Easter egg, too, that uh, Shane and Fred put in there, because Shane was in the original one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's yeah. with all the guys. He's, he's the he's comic got, relief. Yeah, he has endless stories from uh, that shoot down in Mexico. Oh, I gotta believe. And that pretty cast killer of cast muscle. himself. Yeah. yeah. The body, Carl. Yeah. Bill Dew, Carl. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Too Arn- body Arnold. Mass. In body mm. mass alone. There's literally. a lot of testosterone yeah, sure. getting thrown around. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Whoever the Native American guy is. Wait, wait, what was, what was the question? I got I, I got so caught up and I'm forgetting now. I've heard the question is my question I got, I got a question though for you. We're legit here, okay? This is uh I got a question for you. So uh, one of the big sort of not twists, but sort of the the end that I actually did kind of see coming uh, when he says, like, McKenna's going to be the, the leader or whatever, is the kid is yeah. the 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 next link. Like that twist. Next, next, step, next step of the evolutionary chain. Now, this is probably the only part of the movie where I was like, what? So Asperger's were saying... Yeah. Because it was like, because yeah, there so, are a lot of people so, with Asperger's. So Rory, Rory McKenna is, yeah, he's, he, he's on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. He's... You know, a, a whiz at languages. Yes. Um, as you find out right before he goes trick or treating on yeah, Halloween, yeah. he he does all this Chinese, mm-hmm. Spanish, uh-huh. French books. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got you know photo photographic memory. Mm-hmm. Um, must be nice. Those the two biggies. Yeah, it must yeah. be nice. Yeah. And 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 I think that blended with knowing that his father is this this assassin, basically. You know, yeah. This mm-hmm. the, this military badass sniper. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of potential mm-hmm. going on and the predators, you know, they're, they're, they're big, they're smart, they're agile, they, they know how to kill, but do they know how to organize, how to speak mm-hmm. different languages? How, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they do have interstellar space travel, but, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're smart cookies, but they're not quite there. Yeah. But the written language was lost somewhere along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their language is They didn't pack it in. Yeah. I like their language. Uh, yeah, little lines and stuff. So, and, and that was and, awesome. And too, the thing is, they they're trying to take traits and genes from yeah. creatures. I all loved that twist. I was like, that's fucking yeah. awesome. And it tied in the original one so totally. good. It made sense. It, it made so much sense. I love that it made sense. What, um, is there a backstory to the first predator that comes in this movie that is trying to save humanity? Is there something that you, you guys had sort of written down of like, clearly it's just like a really nice predator? Who is actually like looking out for? And, 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 then he, the, and then he got a little mad that you know he he got captured. And, yeah, no, for sure. Like that. And, and this whole yeah. shoot, ask questions later mentality. Yeah. yeah, that whole thing made sense. And then he, you know, there's plenty of times when you like look back on it when you see the twist of he didn't kill when he could have killed. And stuff oh yeah. Because, 
But is there a backstory of like why, why predators follow this kind of code? Why he? Of, uh, why uh, that predator uh, is an outlier? Is, a is basically the vegan predator version of predators. <laughs> well, 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 I think I think he's on the run. You know, yes. he's he, he's a fugitive. He's on the run. He's uh he's stolen something that he's, that mm. he's bringing to Earth, and the upgrade's hunting him down. And mm-hmm. the upgrade, you know that. They're kind of dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like they're a just, real they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're fucking mm-hmm. shit up back on Predator World. And, ah, and, gotcha. And, and, and I think they need help. Gotcha. You know, these, the, the smaller ones need our help now. Oh, that makes okay. sense. And That's it, the backstory. And if yeah. we don't help them, then we're yeah. all fucked. Yeah. Because these, these new Predators are... Yeah. That makes more. We okay. just sedated the guy and chained him, and we just asked him his motivations. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have worked together. Jeez. Exactly. Yeah. These Fucking, are words. It makes you think. You know? These are words. It makes you think. Yeah, pretty much the definition of don't judge a book by its yeah, cover. Yeah, just don't ever or never, by its, even you know, if they're a predator. Flappy mandible things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, okay. and, and then they also, I, I, I think that whole thing with um, he he brought us something goes into the fact that they do have a code and, and they have an honor code and, and we've bested these guys, you know, twice already mm-hmm. in, yeah. uh, in Predator and then Predator 2. And they they respect the hell out of us and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they want to learn from us and, you know, need us to help them. I think that's one of the, the, but, um, the parts that makes it such a cult movie and franchise. Like in the original one, uh, there's a certain point towards the end where you're like, okay, movie over, he's going to kill Arnold. And he just like doesn't. And it's like, now they're going to fight hands. And it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this guy's got a code. Yeah. Like, sweet. It's, yeah. it's very similar, it sounds. And then, and then Arnold kills him with a log. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I, 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 I think they ran out of money. And then he takes off his <laughs> helmet and speaks English. <laughs> I think they <laughs> totally ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like, okay, how are we going to kill him? He, he is like the least Let's creative kill. Let's use a log. Yeah, yeah least creative kill. But and it then, works. It, 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 oh, it, it totally works. And you buy it. and. But then the Predator takes off his helmet. I love that in the original. Yeah. Where all of a sudden he's like, ha, ha, ha. We're like, wait. Wait, you're <laughs> speaking English? Okay. Yeah. All right. And, 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 and we tried to use that, that they can record us and then mm-hmm. kind of. Oh, that was badass. So cool. When they're like, we, you have seven minutes like, yeah. to do it. I, was I like, love that. That was awesome. That was all of a sudden bad guys, good guys were on the same team again. Great little shake. That was about one of the seven times. And I would have, I would 100% tell you if I didn't like this movie. Yeah. Um, really was, not looking forward to that. Had we not. Liked it. <laughs> that, that, that was about the seventh time in the movie though, that I leaned over to Mikey, who is one of our roommates who isn't here right now. But I just said like, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Oh, it's about to be a competition. You know, we had a couple look down the aisles fists. Let's mm. go. Like, let's go. We're on the same team. So to just summarize basically what you just said of like the original predators motivation, uh, it sounds to me a lot like this is just like a sport hunter who really doesn't like people going out and killing wolves with machine guns and helicopters. And he's like, that's not the game. The George Strait style of hunting. He's a big fan of like, we need to maintain the population to a certain size. Everything else is just ethically correct. Yeah. And we're just sort of out here. He's yeah. basically like that. And then you have these just big asshole bully guys Daddy who, predators. who are just going to Africa and killing the, you know, albino giraffes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not down yeah. for poachers. Yes. You know, they, they, they would probably, I feel like a predator like hunting wise, if, if, if you have like a musket and a knife and, yes. you, and you go into the woods, that's a fair fight. That said you though, know? too, if they really did want it to be like more of a fair fight, I think they should get rid of like the automatic mask of guns <laughs> and the invisibility yeah the invisibility is like, a biggie i think one-on-one they got you already yeah they did a really good job with the invisibility in this where you can like kind of barely see 
thought yeah. that was super because when it's invisible, it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we, we're all on the same page. There's nothing out there. Also, the greatest moment of the whole movie happened, though, in the first like five minutes when the, we see the predator and we see the blood dripping on the predator and it opens oh, his yeah, eyes. Yeah. That yeah, was he when strung it, strung it up. I'm not like really good with scary movies, and that was when I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I might this might not be a good experience." For <laughs> I me. might have kicked my I coverage. Hope this isn't a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the, the comedy kind of balances it out. Oh, yeah. totally. there is a there's one point where there's probably about thirty to forty percent more jokes than that than are in there now. And, and the director's cut. Yeah. I'm really pumped to see. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Probably probably you know a couple cuts back, but um we. We really went mm-hmm. for it and and just tried to use, you know, kind of every entertaining bit. To, oh, totally. To yeah. keep the audience into it and and just to, you know, show, show how much fun these guys are. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't a dull moment in the whole movie. No, like, it I, was impossibly fast-paced. Like, yeah. perfectly. I feel like, like once you think we're here for a while, something totally shifts and it's good. Like, it always made sense. Um. But yes, I mean, just in summary, we loved the movie. I think everybody should go yeah. out and see the movie and definitely see it in theaters. We saw it in the Dolby Cinema. Oh, we saw it in that Dolby, that $22 ticket. We're <laughs> worth it. We're such Dolby sluts. Yeah, just yeah. because <laughs> it's like you got... The, the, the sound The sound is massive. The sound alone. The, yeah. the wave sound, is that what they call it? The crashing wave? Yeah. yeah. Well, it and goes from right it's to moving left, audio. left to right. Ooh. And the cup holders are ah, huge. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And you have like these little nooks and it's great. Um, I love the Dolby Cinema, but we love the movie. Everybody should go see it. Um, what is next for you and for Shane, but also just like, wh- where are you going from here? Because I'm not 100% sure what you're trying necessarily, like what your ultimate goal is to do to write, direct, or to maybe be a cinematographer. You were, you know, shadowing uh, Mr. Let Magician, Larry, Mr. Fong. Mr. Fong. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have an infinity for for all parts of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love the process from, you know, tape, writing words on paper to advertising and marketing a film, mm-hmm. and you know, just just to go through a couple projects and see it three sixty from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I really love producing, and I I think I want to produce until I'm able to direct. Yeah. And, you know, being a director, you're you're steering the ship and you have, you know, a lot of people, you know, looking at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looking up to you for advice on what to do. You know, Mm -hmm. should his shirt be red or black? You know, Mm -hmm. should we push in or pull out? Every little thing is is up to you. And and I I don't think you can teach all that in a classroom. I I think you need to spend time with actors, spend time on set and Mm -hmm. and kind of learn how to you know, uh, pilot that. So, so, so I think my, my envoy into directing will mm-hmm. be, you know, uh, keep producing with Shane and, um, I, I, I write on the side as well. Yeah. So maybe, you know, sell a script and, Heck yeah. Yeah. and be super, able super to, cool. to direct that myself. And are you looking to, would you say that your ideal type of movie that you want to write and direct would be sort of like a, the predator where it's like action comedy, or are you more of a, you want to lean comedy or you're a horror um, guy? I, you I, I, I like action comedy. I like historical fiction, um, mm-hmm. a, a movie like Kelly's Heroes or mm-hmm. Three Kings or Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you can kind of have an alternate history, but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's about story and, and, and also having fun characters. Mm-hmm. I, I, 100%. You know, I thought, I, I think if you can put really, uh, quirky, kind of 
you know, characters that don't necessarily belong in mm-hmm. the genre that the, that the movie is in, it, it, it makes for a fun ride. Yeah, totally. totally. The quirkiness. Like, yeah. As you, and not to take us back to Predator, because I want to keep talking about you in the future, but w- as, as it relates to Predator, you said they basically tried to mine as much as they could from the original. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the plot and where the action came from. But as you said, with, with Shane, everything is so character-driven. I thought the characters, and we, we yeah. keep harping on it, the characters were all so, so good. They were hilarious. The good guys, the bad guys, even the actual Predator, everything yeah. was stepped up Everyone and, was, and was great. Yeah. Uh, I asked you, Right when you walked in, just, and as you just said, you're, you're going to spend a little bit more time with Shane and, and figuring it all out. Yeah. Uh, as we look at Shane's filmography that they've sort of got planned out for him, as, or as much as we can know of online, uh, it talks about the project Doc Savage, uh, which is a really, really cool character. I've done my own little research on it. but he Basically, he is the first superhero, right? He predates yeah. Superman. Yeah, so, so, so his name is actually Dr. Clark oh. Savage. <laughs> Whoa. And... Um, I don't. I don't know. If Superman wasn't very original. Doc Savage's yeah. name is uh, Clark Kent. Yeah. So, so, so he came out in uh, pulp comic books in the uh, I think forties and fifties, mm-hmm. and um, is that like when Superman and them were made? When were those? Made? It's a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just after. Like eight just years after. later. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so, so as Shane mined a lot from the you know original Predators for this one, um, I. I I think Marvel and DC, you know, kind of mind some information from Doc Savage yeah. and uh and, <laughs> on, and, on and, how and, to yeah and, 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 cool and he grew up yeah. as as kind of like a, a a rich orphan in New York City, mm. <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, his name is Clark. There there, there 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 are all these things and and yeah, um and and he he has a funny team with him as well. Um, he has a, a, a lawyer, Ham. The five. <laughs> what was it? The, this the big guy, Monk. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and and the the thing with Doctor Clark Savage is, is he's so smart. He's so intelligent. He can he can operate. He can invent something, but he he, he he's socially awkward. Yeah. He, yeah. he was raised in a laboratory with you know <laughs> scientists t- teaching him and and showing him how to do everything and how to be the perfect man. Mm-hmm. But through that, he, he, he doesn't know how to have a friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he, he has nobody to share these experiences with. He's, he's, he's kind of cold and uh, almost like, like Drax in, um, uh, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, Guardians. Yeah. 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 Where he's just you a know, little he's bit, just, 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 just aloof to social mm-hmm. cues. Doesn't quite and, get and, yeah. Socially and, and, illiterate. And, and, and these friends kind of help him out on his journeys and, you know, to save the world. But, the, but they also, Kind of bring him out of his shell, and and I think that's a character piece that uh that that, that Shane loves. And, totally, and, and, totally. And, you know, he 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 wants to share with the world. So between that Shane being involved, and we've talked about how he just knocks out of the part with some of these characters, mm-hmm. and what a character that is, and then you talk about his five uh, companions along with the ride. I'm gonna read this description about the character because I think it's the mm-hmm. greatest yeah. thing ever. Uh, he was described uh, described the hero as a mix of Sherlock Holmes's deductive abilities, Tarzan's outstanding physical abilities, Craig Kennedy's scientific education, and Abraham Lincoln's goodness. He also described Doc Savage as manifesting Christliness. Sounds mm. like an all star. And who did they go and get after this? And so, I, I hope you Dwayne, can confirm this. So yes, yeah, so, so, <laughs> so Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is in talks to be oh in talks okay to, to, to be him. He he's got an incredibly busy schedule. You know he he mm. shoots no he shoots. <laughs> Four four movies a year. Yes, he's, nice. he's got a family. He's yeah, got, he's got sponsors and ads. <laughs> so, so so just trying to find the right studio fit and 
you know, the, the, the right time to, to, to make it when it, whenever it's and has a, a, a couple free months and, you know, when, whenever Dwayne wants to play in a sandbox. Oh, totally. Pretty great. Cause that's yeah. like, as you read that, I'm like, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That yeah. Description. Like who's, literally. But who's modern day Arnold? Who's modern, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's like fucking, uh, it's perfect. And uh, yeah, rock, as we, we told you, uh, we're, we're big fans of, of size and oh, mass yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jack has been quoted earlier on a past podcast saying the rock is a believably smart. He's like the perfect guy for all yeah. these types of roles. Cause he's a believably smart family man. Who's also built the size of a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty much the perfect. <laughs> works. Yeah. It's like, he's just perfect. So the, the marriage between mm-hmm. Shane, the rock, that story, I, did, you involved. Do, do you guys I hope follow it him on uh, social media, on Instagram or anything? It makes mm-hmm. me feel bad. I like to wake yeah, up with him. He, he posts these pictures of like, a massive stack of pancakes yeah, yeah. and, and th- that makes me so happy you know? yeah. this guy's human too yeah. he eats pancakes. oh yeah yeah he also you know, works out for like 12 hours in between yeah. them yeah, yeah. <laughs> as is his prerogative but, but he has his cheat sundays you know he, he always seems happy with his uh his family and his dogs and yeah he seems and, um, like just the man yeah yeah he's he, he's got it going on so i mean ho- hopefully we can find a, a home for the project and share that with with the world yeah i know shane's real keen on uh on, on getting that project out there so well dude we're looking awesome. forward to it and, yeah. and thank you so much for coming on the podcast this has been awesome yeah it's been fantastic thanks for having me guys i mean your sure. your, your good wit you thank know, con- you conversation and what do you think all, of the man also, kit also, also <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of the pool house <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty it's good rad. stuff <laughs> two thumbs up he's just yeah, two I thumbs up love right it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh they love oh, you wouldn't stickers and big whiteboards and Will Ferrell posters. They really do. Yeah, it's Uh, it's it's perfect. So, by the way, we don't claim to know as much uh, about how the movie's actually made, but we are gigantic, gigantic movie fans. So to have you on and explain how the sausage is made exactly, that that was awesome. So between this and the next project you got with Shane, if you're ever bored and want to come jump back on, come back to the pool, talk other movies, please, please, please. Yeah, hang with you guys (laughs) and and, anytime. Hey, high praise. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, for sure. Thank you 100%. so much. And uh, let's go bowling. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah? Well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul.